everyone follows the Greyhound leader. RSN 927. Now on Winners, time for the weekly Greyhound preview. And what a big, big night we have coming up uh, tomorrow night out at uh, the Meadows. Eight heats of the rich Australian Cup. There's no second prize. You've got to win to get through. A very happy George Ferrugia joins me. How are you, Georgie? Not bad, JT. How are you? Oh, top of the world, mate. What about your little girl last week, hey? Yeah, it was a it was a really, really big thrill. Um, certainly got out to a, a really nice big lead and got a little bit tired at the end, but she uh, she found the post. And, yeah, no, it was a massive thrill to, to win her third Group 1. And, yeah, the action doesn't stop this week. She faces another challenge this week, and the heats are incredible, as you'd expect for this time of year at the Meadow. She's done a remarkable job, Georgie. Did you ever think she'd win three G1s? No, I don't think you ever go in thinking you can do that, do you? Like, I mean, it's just, um, look, she always showed ability as a young dog, but, um, yeah, she just kept going. The most important thing with her is she really loves to race and wants to be there, and I think that's half the battle with her. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's something I'll never forget, that's for no, sure. No, to, to get one out of the Meadows Super, and gee, Brett and Kelly do a ripper job, don't they? Yeah, they do, they do. There was uh, some injury concerns. It was obviously a disappointment to, to have the scratch from the from the Ballarat Cup late last year. And mm. uh, she hurt a triangle muscle and it took a little while to get right. And, um, yeah, that, that, the, the way they brought her back was, was outstanding. So hopefully we can keep injury-free, you know, for the next three or four months. And, and that, that might pull her up, I think, and she'll probably go to the breeding barn after that. So, yeah, really looking forward to it. All right, mate. Uh, this is an absolute cracking card, uh a couple of shorties, but I don't think there's any free passages through to the final. The first heat uh, is at 7.14. All the odds up at tab.com.au, so well done to the lads there. Poke the Bear, $1.60, slick at 3.80. Now, I've got a big, big opinion of Poke the Bear. Surely from the one hole gets the chance to really show what he can do. Yeah, well, my numbers are one, four, six, and 2. I agree with you, JT. Amazingly open, $3.10 with Tab. Um, You're kidding me? Fix- yeah, when these fix on... I'll tell you, it didn't Was last it 24th long. of December? <laughs> no. 3.10. 3.10. Now now you said it's $1.60. I think that's probably the right price. And look, I know Slick's run in the Tem Lee was outstanding, but Poke the Bear has been drawn wide boxes mm. for his last three or four. Uh, he's got a really, really good record of box one. He's had, well, he's had five starts off it for five wins. He's got an incredible PB at the Meadows of 29.71. Uh, I think he, he's just clearly the, the winner in this race. Slick for second, JT. Uh, again, uh, really powered to the line uh, in the Tem Lee. His trial before that was outstanding. He's a three-time Group 1 place getter, so we all know his quality. Number six, uh, Vancouver Star. Races really, really well at the Meadows. He's won seven of 13 this track of distance. A really good PB, but the box draw worries me. And number two, Blue Gum Hill, who's been... Racing in group company for a very, very long time, but you'd think Poke the Bear off box one, incredibly hard to beat. Second race, heat two of the Cup, bewildering. Just cannot draw a box. Box six, 380, not available, 460. Opal Nearer, 480. Dinah Dean at $5. Yeah, look, despite the box draw, I think bewildering should be winning this race. So to be fair, look, it's it's a good heat, but it's not a, an outstanding one. Mm. Uh, obviously, he's got a Group 1 winner on his outside in Dinah Dean, but he's dropping back from 600 to 500. My numbers are 6, 3, 8 and 7. I think Bewildering, with just an ounce of luck to the first corner, should be powering over the top of these. Number 8, Opal Nearer for Tony Brett. He, he's already made a Group 1 final at the Meadows uh, in the maturity. He's got lots of speed. He uses a little bit of the track, so I think the box draw suits. Number 7, sorry, yeah. Uh, uh, number two, uh, number three, not available, sorry. Very impressive Greyhound. Has got the early speed to lead this race, JT. That's going to be the, the key to him. He, too, has got a really 
nice PB at this track. Uh, he's won two out of four. And Dinah Dean, who we mentioned, won the Rookie Rebel last start. Really impressive run. Led from go to woe. It's always a little bit tricky coming from 600 back to the 500 metres. But mm. his record over 500 has been solid. So certainly got to keep him safe. Six, three, eight, and 7, bewildering the one to beat in race 2. Third race is Heat 3 of the Australian Cup tomorrow night. Uh, Georgie, Raw Ability 260, Mossimo Bale at 320, Extreme Magic 420, Dinah Oscar at 650. That's pretty much where it ends. 7 and 2? Yeah, 7, 2, 4 and 8. But yeah, look, Raw Ability, he's in really, really good form. Forget the run last week. He didn't begin all that well. Before that, JT, he ran 29.73 at the Meadows. And the start before that, he won the Pause of Thunder against Slick and Uphill Jill. So the form line reads beautifully. He loves racing at the Meadows. I think we'll see him bounce back tomorrow. Mossimo Bale, of course, won the Cranbourne Cup. He likes to be drawn near the fence. I think he's got a nice box draw here. Number four, print the money. Always thereabouts. Another one, 29.85, his PB. But this is a step up in class and extreme magic. Of course, we all know his ability. He's run 29.02 or 29.03, I think, at the at Sandown Park. But, look, he's a little bit slow early. He's drawn off the track. He's going to rely on a lot of luck. I think raw ability will be winning here, 7, 2, 4 and 8. Seven, two, four, and eight. Fourth event is heat number one of the Stayers, and Fanta Bales a dollar forty with Tab, Jeebus Bird at five dollars, Simon Keeping at six dollars, Ebby Ripper at nine dollars. She was just sensational. I know we keep on saying it, but she was sensational in the Zoom top. She was another string to her bow. I mean, she did it in the Sandown Cup where she actually didn't have to lead over the distance to win a Group One race. She's look. I've spoken to a lot of people, and I, I, I really harp on the versatility side of it. You know, you speak to the likes of Neil Brown and, and Eddie Caruana and these guys have seen a lot of good greyhounds in, in the past and I don't think they've seen one as versatile. Um, she's an absolute champion. Uh, she's racing at the top of her game. She, last week was her PBJT, so there's nothing to suggest she can't go on until the Sandown Cup. I think that'll be her swan song from what connections have said. I put her on top here, Fanta Bale, clearly to beat number four, Simon Keeping. He comes with some very, very impressive form in New South Wales. Really nice run at Wentworth Park last start running 42 and 19. Number one, Ebby Ripper. Look, she gives him a start. She'll be powering home late. And Jeebus Bird, probably in the form of his career, but uh, uh, they're not going to get close to Fanta, I don't think. Six, four, one and two. Six, four, one and two. Race number five, first leg of the quaddy. Heat four of the Aussie Cup. Out of range is 270. Brigolino at 390. Lila Bale at 550. Yeah, I'm going for a little bit of a roughie, that 550 shot Lila Bale. Look, when she gets nails the start here at JT, she... She can run the hands off the clock. She's run 29.7, 29.8 at the Meadows. She's only tiny. She's about 23, 24 kilos. But she's got lots of speed. And she would, it wouldn't be a big surprise if she was able to snag this race. I've put her on top to beat out of range. Of course, a two-time Group 1 winner. Raced in the Tem Lee last start. Had no luck on that first corner, ran seventh. Uh, number one, Brugolino. Another one stepping down from the 600 metres back to the 500. She's full of class. And number four, Benali. Look, he'll be getting back and he's going to rely on a little bit of luck and it's going to be a tough order to beat some of these high-balling out in front, but uh, certainly put him in your uh, multiples. 5-3, 1-4, Lila Bale for me at a little bit of odds. And a bit of odds there, Lila Bale in the uh, the fourth heat. Uh, she's around the 5.50 with Tab. Heat 5 is race number 6, Strike a Light 2.70, Hecton Bale 3.30, Mystery Ride 4.20, Dinah Chancer is at $6. What does your map say early here, George? Yeah, look, I mean, we know with Stryker, she's got to have to lead uh, in a race like this. Surely there's some strong dogs in it. So um, I can see her getting to the front. She'd have to. I think Slingshot Gypsy from Box 8 is another one with the early speed. My numbers are 2, 3, 4 and 1. We're going to try to kick our girl home. 
two huge dangers in this. Hecton Bale, number three. Dyna Chancer, number four for mine. Mm-hmm. They've both got really, really good PBs at the track, faster than what Striker Light has. Uh, their last sections are their best. So if they get the camp, watch out. They'll be running home. Hector Bale, of course, has already won a listed race over 600 metres at Sandown. Uh, forget his run in the Rookie Rebel. He got into all sorts of trouble early. Two, three, four and one. Pretty hard heat, that one, race six. It is two, three, four and one? Absolutely. OK, on to race number seven. Heat six of the Australian Cup. Uphill Jill's on the red at 2.25. Hasten slowly at five. Reckoning at 6.50. Bonnie Beauty at 6.50. Dinah Wazza is at $6.50. Uphill, Jill, every opportunity to, to get through to the G1 final from the red. Yeah, absolutely. The only uh, question mark is that we haven't seen her since mm. uh, the Cranbourne Cup heat. Of course, she was sensationally scratched. She pulled up pretty flat. Uh, spoke to David Gill during the week. He hasn't really been able to do much with her, uh, JT. And she's certainly a greyhound that probably needs a little bit of work over 500 metres to be rock-hard fit over this distance. But... How can you knock her? She's an absolute gun. Uh, she's got, as you said, she's going to get every chance from box one. She's going to lead. She's not going to want something camped on her. But you know, look, I think her guts gets her gets her over the line. My numbers are one, two, six, and three. Hasten slowly will certainly give her some curry, especially early. I really like her run to run down Dinah Oscar last start, the previously unbeaten Dinah Oscar. Number six, Dinah was up already a Group One finalist. Uh, made the maturity here. He's an absolute star. This dog. When he gets the start right, watch out. He ran 29.31 at Sandown Park with a 5.13 first split and number three reckoning. Another one, not the best beginner, but he'll be looking for a little sit behind some of these. And if he can just get the camp on uphill, Jill, I think connections will be pretty keen. But one, two, six and three, heat six. One, two, six and three. Obviously will not be fully screwed down uphill, Jill, but if she can just get an easy run in those first couple of sections, I reckon her class will get her home, George. Yeah, look, and, you know, David Gill probably hit the nail on the head where he said if we could just manage to get through, she's probably going to find four or five lengths for the final. And that's the thing with her. I mean, she's a 29.80 dog at the Meadows. So if you could just get through, you know, it's it's funny. He said it, we usually are okay in the heats. We, we're confident to get through to the final. And then it's about winning the final. He said it's the complete opposite this time. It's about trying to get into the final first and foremost because of her limited preparation. So it'll be a really, really, really interesting run especially in that last 50 to 100 metres. Yeah, that, that. at 9 to 1, let's head back to George to continue our look at uh, Australian Cup night. Uh, George, we're up to uh, the next heat of the Australian Cup, and we've been talking about, uh, of course, Uphill Jill, and, uh, of course, her uh, probably not the best uh, prep in, in the world going into this race. Aston DB, well, he just continues to draw very nice boxes wherever he goes. He is the favourite. Can he get through to another G1? Yeah, I think he can. He's an absolute star. And, yeah, I mean, his prize money's up to 781000 If he wins on Saturday week, he'll become the fourth greyhound to win over a million dollars. That list is certainly growing in grey and racing. Who would have thought that 10 or 15 years ago? It's an amazing feat. And I put him on top to beat number three, Jury. A uh, really talented greyhound from Queensland for Tony Brett. He's already a Group 1 winner. I thought his trial here last week was, was really, really good. Number one, Dagani placed in a Group 1 uh, earlier in the year or mid-year. Uh, look, he's a little bit hit or miss at box rise. That's the issue with him. He's very, very strong. He's just not going to be able to give Aston DB a start and a beating. And number seven, Monster Fish. A couple of placings in uh, some um, country cups, Cranbourne and Terralgan more recently. 
just gets a little bit tired in the last 50 metres and there's, this is another step up from what it uh, was racing against in the Country Cup scene, that's for sure. Aston DB on top to beat 3, 1 and 7. So 2, 3, 1 and 7 in race 8. 2, 3, 1, 7 in the 8. That's heat number 7. Aston DB's $2. Degari is at four forty. Jury is also at $4.40. On to heat number 8, which is race 9. Big Flood, $3. Chase and Crackers, three fifty. Honcha Manelli, four eighty. Kuta Mayhem is at $5. This is a tough leg. Yeah, it is. It is. It's one of the more open heats of some really big chances. But my numbers are seven, two, three, and four. I think Big Flood. Look, his provincial form is outstanding. We all know he's a little bit hit or miss, but speed-wise, he's a very, very big chance to win this race. And it would cap off uh, what uh, I'm thinking is going to be a very, very big night for Shona Thompson. We've tipped a few on top, and I think she's got a very good team. Of course, she had four in the in the Tem Lee. I wouldn't be surprised if she can get those numbers for the Australian Cup. Seven, two, three, and four. Big flood on top to beat Chase and Crackers. Amazingly, has made five Group One finals, JT, and placed in all of them without winning one. Uh, he's an incredible greyhound. A really good placing behind Dinah Dean last start. A little bit slow early, but he'll be powering home. Number three, Cooter Mayhem began a lot better last week in the Temley. Just couldn't cross um, because his form before that had been a little bit disappointing at the Meadows, but. We all know his class. He's made a Melbourne Cup final. He's made a few uh, group finals in the last couple of starts. Number four, Honcho Manali. Look, the box draw doesn't suit JT, but did run 29.77 at the Meadows two starts mm. back. That was off box one. Uh, didn't go very fast to the first mark. So just takes a little bit to wind up, but when it does, it's obviously pretty devastating, this greyhound. But I'm just a little bit concerned about the box draw, so maybe just for the multiple. Seven, two, three, and four in race nine. Seven, two, three, and four. Do you like Big Flood out wide? I do. Yeah, I don't think he minds it. If he if he steps cleanly, he's certainly a greyhound that doesn't want a fence crash or anything. He seems to want to hold his line, and mm. he's just got extreme speed. He's had a couple of injury concerns. He placed in the Golden Easter Egg last year, and we haven't seen a lot of him, but of his provincial form, it's absolutely outstanding. He'll need to take the step up again tomorrow, but I think he can do it. Tenth race is heat two of the Superstayers. Rip and Sam, $2. Quick Jagger at 4.40. Azkaban, 5.50. Hit the highway at 7. I want to take the 4.40 Quick Jagger here, George. Yeah, look, he's such a talented greyhound, Quick Jagger. The, the only issue he faces a real boom young pup in Rip and Sam, who was... Mm. Amazingly gallant behind uh, Fanta Bar last start. Look, he give give a few of those dogs a fair start and beat them home, and was only beaten by a champion. I put him on top, Rip and Sam, to beat Quick Jagger, as you said. His form over 500, 600, is outstanding. He might get a little bit tired in the last 50 metres, but he's got that mid race burn that he could really break them up here, and that could uh, spell a little bit of trouble for for some of his rivals here. Number four, Azkaban. Coming in with some really nice provincial form. He placed behind Rip and Sam at Sandown in very fast time more recently as well. And number two, we're out now. Really eye-catching run in the Wookiee Rebel. She flashed home to get third. Um, this is another challenge for her. She steps up a little bit in distance, obviously, and faces some good ones. But she's certainly thereabouts. Six, seen 4 and 2 in race 10. Oh, wouldn't I love 7-2 to two concession quick jagger tomorrow night? <laughs> wouldn't <laughs> I just love it? At the old Olympic Park, <laughs> you know, I used to lap that up. Oh, <laughs> just just uh, insurance. And the last is race 11. Who wins the lucky last, George? Yeah, I think Artur by boy. Been racing against some very, very good dogs like Uphill Jill and Tagarara and these types. And I think it drops in class a bit here. Artur by boy to beat number three, uh, Brunelli Jet. He's got some nice placings of late. Number five, Spudtacular. He'll provide the early speed in the race, JT. It's just a matter of whether he can hold on a couple of against a couple of uh, really strong greyhounds. And number four, Black Bombshell from WA, a group winner. 
look, uh, had no luck last start, finished fourth, but we'll expect some improvement. Seven, three, five, and four in the last. Hey, well played, George. What What is your best? Look, I mean, I, I, I took some of that 310 for uh, Poke the Bear, so we mm. probably can't take that now. Look, I'm really keen on Big Flood Race 9, number seven. I think it's probably his night tomorrow. I like Lila Bale as well in, in one of the legs of the quaddy. I know uh, she's up against out of range, but if she nails the start, she's as good as anyone in that field. So they're the ones I'll be looking at for sure tomorrow. Good on you, George. Enjoy it, mate. Thanks, JT.